0: Hey, everybody, this Future Brandon coming to you with a quick little message before I let you listen to this episode. A quick um note, this episode was filmed before 2021, so it was filmed in, like, December. So a lot of the references we say are our views in December. It don't have no—it's not impacted by what happened on the 6th. So, just letting y'all know this was filmed in December, not January. Also, I'm sorry that I haven't been posting as much as I said I would. I've been trying to write this um, play for this contest I'm entering. I have to write a one-act play, and which is really hard for me because I'm used to writing novels. And I'm used to writing way more than one act. So, I'm trying to focus on that. But it's no excuse. So what I'm gonna do since school has started back and you know I need to get my I need to make sure my grades are good. I'm gonna start posting the second and fourth Tuesday. So since this month started on a Friday, this kind of is the second Tuesday. So I'm kind of still you know doing good. So I'm gonna post. I'm posting this on. The 12th. So, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Thank you again for listening. If you have any suggestions on guests to appear on here, please don't hesitate um, to contact me. Most of you know me personally. So, if you know my Instagram or you know any way to contact me personally, please do. Or you can follow my podcast on Instagram. At what's on your mind 174? That's w h a t z o n y o u r m i n d 174. Again, that's what's with a z instead of a s on your mind 174. Thank you for listening. And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. As usual. The question I'm going to be asking my guests is, what's on their mind? Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. Like I told y'all, I'm going to start posting regularly now. And without further ado, I want to introduce my my guest, Taylor Chamberlain. Hi, everyone.
1: My name
0: is Taylor Chamberlain. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming out here, Tay. No problem. Okay, everybody. So a little, a little something about Taylor. Taylor is a junior at Middle College High School. She enjoys spending time with friends and family, and she is always on the go. She is very passionate about her schoolwork, to say the least. She plays a big role at school because of the activities she's in, which includes student government and being a student ambassador wow taylor that is a that's a lot um okay so i want to i want to start off my question with what are you a student ambassador of
1: okay so you know in middle college we have a program of like you know referees so like everybody like looks up to the referees and like what they do like we pre- we're like this, I'm not going to say like the student council of the school, but like we're what makes middle college go around. Like we're the face of the school. We make things happen like behind the scenes. So I've been a part of that since 10th grade, and I feel like that like plays a really big part in everything. So I'm definitely an ambassador of the school, and I take pride in it.
0: That's good. Okay, so um, like going away from the school questions real quick, I do want to ask you, how did you feel about Kamala Harris becoming the first female VP elect?
1: Oh my gosh, like, you know that video and she was like oh my gosh Joe we did it we (laughs) did it (laughs) I found that to be hilarious because it was like she was in the middle of running like like she had just took a jog or whatever but I'm like beyond proud and it's not it's not just because she's a woman she's African American at that like that's something we've all been waiting for and we're like I'm hoping that after Joe does his term then maybe she can run for president because I feel like that's something I'm waiting to see like I want a woman to be president in the time that we're here so like I'm really excited about that I feel like she can play a big part in everything and it's like their executive staff right now they like I think like the like the communications people they're all women like she's really trying to make a change and she's an advocate for like Black Lives Matter and she's an advocate for like systematic racism and wanting stuff like that to end so I'm really excited to see what 2021 holds when um Donald Trump when he has to give up his power,
0: yeah,
1: I'm I'm really really excited because like this gives us some type of hope. Like it just shows that there's somebody out there who's like really rooting for the people. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that.
0: Yeah, I think everybody like they can't. I think like everybody can't wait until a female become president because there's gonna be a whole different ball game. Then even like Barack Obama becoming president, cause he was he was a black male, but a black female coming in there, she gonna come in there and change some things up for the better. I believe it. Yeah, definitely. Um, So, what did you think about her quote? Why I might be the first, I'm not, I'm not gonna be the last. What did you think? I
1: feel like she's referring to like all the women. And like the, for the future who want to like play some type of role in like the government and um, somebody, a little girl out there who, you know, wants to be vice president one day that wants to follow in her footsteps. Of course, she's the first she's like stepping foot like she's like, a she's stone. making history. Yeah, of course. Like that's exactly what I was going to say, a stepping stone. She's making history, but she also she also knows that there will be little girls out there that are like looking up to her and knows that it'll be somebody after her, of course.
0: Yeah, so since you are part of the student student government in middle college, are you planning on holding, like, a public office in the future?
1: No, that's, like, something I don't think of. Like, I, I do student government b- for fun. I do it because I like being around people, but that's not, like, something I think of. Like, I'm not into the whole politics kind of thing. Like, mm I want to... I'm more someone to like business. I'm more like but I like helping people, don't get me wrong, but like government, that's just something I just can't do.
0: Yeah. I I think a lot of people is on the same track. Like it's interesting to talk about and like research but actually going into that and business. I don't
1: want and I don't want like my decisions affecting like a whole <laughs> right of people. Like right. I can't I like I can't be held responsible for like a nation full of people Mm -hmm. like that's just no like I can I can run I'm in the future I want to run a business but I can't run like a government like that you know what I mean like that's just something I can't do
0: yeah okay so going back to the the um the school track so around this time is the time that eighth graders are considering and applying to high schools why do you think they should come to middle college and stay there and stay there for all four years?
1: Okay. So around this time, three years ago, I was at Bellevue and my dad kept telling me like, I have to go to middle college. I have to, I have to, like I didn't come in with an open mind. Like I was literally just forced here. Like I wanted to go to Whitehaven with the rest of my friends. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted to, or so I thought I did. But when I got to middle college, it was like a whole different ball game. Like I felt loved from the beginning. Like I got opportunities off the jump. Like it was just something that I really wasn't expecting. Like I found a home within middle college. And so actually, like speaking of recruiting, like we're gonna do a virtual recruiting session tomorrow for Bellevue.
0: Mm-hmm. We did one gonna, for Hanley last Friday. That's where yeah. I brought this up.
1: So like I'm really excited about that because I want them to know that there're like opportunities out there for them like your future is really at stake when like it comes to, like choosing high schools and stuff cuz you want somebody to be able to there to like teach you like when it comes to, like college and preparation ACT like high school really is like it really 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 depends on our future, like, it determines, like, what college we go to, where we go from there, like, any post-secondary opportunities, like, it's really, really important, and I want everybody to know that, like, middle college is not just school, it's a home, it's always been a home for me, and I'm sure you know it's a home, too, because you went to Ridgeway and came back, right, like, you know the middle college is not something you just, like, encounter every day, and I want people to feel the same love that I feel,
0: Mm. So when I was, because they brought me on because I'm an alumni of Hanley Middle School. So we was talking about like the school size and how middle college is like a small school. Do you think that affect like how you view the school and the family you found there?
1: So Bellevue is also a pretty small school, so it was like, so middle college is really just a Bellevue high school for me, which I really didn't know at the time because it's just like when you're forced into something, like, you're, like, set on one thing and your heart wants something totally different, but not knowing that it was in my best interest. So, of course, you know, like, I was kind of skeptical at first, but, like, as soon as I walked in the building, like, everything just just changed, like. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can definitely it's just a vibe there. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But I definitely recommend like every middle schooler to definitely check it out. I'm not saying like I want I'm forcing you to go there because everybody else is like different. Everybody else has different options. And some people want to go to a bigger school where they where they're like mainly focused on sports. Like some people want that. Yeah. And I can't be mad at that, but like I'm focused on my education. That's how it's always been so you know like the dual enrollment program like that's like that's major for all of us like that's a plus for all of us so i just feel like coming into like our senior year next year i want to change i want like stuff i want people to feel the same way i felt like i want i want the class of 25 coming in and like all the underclassmen under us i want them to have that same experience that we did
0: yeah uh, cause I don't know, I don't know about you personally, but the seniors that I encountered my freshman year, they really helped me, like get familiar with middle college and like be embraced by middle college. So that's the that's the type of thing I'm trying to be to the freshmen next year, like being the one that's guiding them and things like that.
1: I definitely understand what you mean like coming from that perspective because I didn't have any seniors to like lead me because I had gotten myself into a lot of mess freshman year so it's just like I I really I didn't really associate myself with the seniors and so like high school was something I had to figure out on my own personally but I did make a lot of good friends along the way like like, within our class, I made a lot of good friends, and I made a few people, like, in the senior class this year, the class of 21. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I have made at least three really, really good friends that I want to take into the future with me. Yeah. So, I feel like I do want to be that senior, because I don't want them to do what I did or make the wrong decision.
0: hmm Yeah, because it's just certain things in, like, high school that you should try to invo- uh, avoid. Yeah okay so yeah
1: you should definitely like avoid like dating anybody in like the upper class like especially if you're a senior you should avoid like drama you should just focus on your schoolwork. literally yeah. just focus on your school
0: <laughs> yes uh yeah so what are some other activities you were part of in middle college
1: don't mind my cat my cat is like really going through it right now y'all like, i'm so sorry she is, she's going through it and she's really bad
0: she's okay
1: so but um what else do i do like i just joined fbla i'm so excited about that because like this is like something that's a part of my future like this is going to help me with what i want to major in in college which is healthcare administration so mm. like i'm really really excited about that um um of course i'm part of student government and then I'll, like, believe it or not, like, that takes up, like, a lot of my time. Like, I'm making sure, like, things, like, go as they need to be. Like, if Miss Jones calls me and says she needs something, or, like, if Miss Rodriguez says, oh, we need you at the school, blah, 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 this and that, like, I have to be there. Like, I'm literally, like, I'm literally, like, I want to say I'm on call, but, like, if they need me, I'm there. So, like, I feel like I'm really a go-to person. And then, like, outside of school, I do something called Delta Gyms. And um, I haven't really told anybody this, but I'm looking into starting, like, a mentorship program for, like, girls at middle college. Because you remember how we did, like, pups to bulldogs, and that didn't yeah. really work out. Yeah. But I want to do it for, like, girls. So, mm-hmm. like, pairing, like, a senior with, like, an underclassman. So, hopefully, I get that going, like, after I get, like, my life situated with, like, the ACT and stuff. And, like, maybe mm-hmm. I can, like, really think more into that, like, over break. Because I know I have a lot to do.
0: Yeah. Um, so why did you, why did you become a student um, ambassador? I mean a referee.
1: Okay, so do you remember bridge camp our freshman year? Did you go?
0: No, I didn't go.
1: Okay, so basically if there were these people wearing these black and white shirts, and they looked like they were having so much fun, like I'm just like I told my friend I was just like we have to be one of those next year we have to we have to we have to and um so that following summer going into tenth grade, I applied like they called us over the phone and they started adding us into a group chat like a week or two later, saying like getting the message like, oh, my gosh, like you're a ref. Welcome to the 2019, 2020, ref-, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was so excited about that. Like once I once I have my mind set on something, I feel like I need to do it. Yeah. So, like, I don't give up easy. Like if it's something I want, then I'm going to get it. And being a student ambassador is something I want to do. Being a referee is something I have my heart set on since freshman year. So, of course, I'm going to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. So what position do you hold in student government?
1: Okay, so I've been doing student government. I was the youngest person on student government at the time. I was the only freshman to like hold a position over the school. So at the time I was parliamentarian. So that means I kept the order. Like I made sure like everything functioned like it needed to. And then this year we have a few more positions. So this year I'm over our class. Like I'm like the class leader yeah so i'm over the junior class okay. so i'm making sure everything functions with us even though we're virtual right now so it's not much we really can discuss
0: um so who is the student pres- student like the-, the president nina you know
1: nina does a really good job with like all of that like she is really into community service like she planned a project for us last year where we all went to different sites and we did like community service for the day there like for example i went to bellevue Mm -hmm. and we helped volunteer at bellevue it's just like a lot of different stuff you could do and like she's really good at what she does so like if we did like i wouldn't want any other president than her yeah so, hopefully, I get to be president next year. Like, that's something that I'm really wanting. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something I really have my mindset on. But student government, it's really a strong organization. Like, it became really strong. I don't know if we had it, like, before Ms. Rodriguez was there. But um, she really wanted to make that happen, so we did. Like
0: Yeah. Okay. So, do you know any, like, for the people that trying to become a referee, what are some of the requirements?
1: Well, of course, you – I want to say, like, you can't have anything, like, less than, like, a C. But mm-hmm. it's not it's not so much as grade. It's about character as well, like how you carry yourself, like what other organizations you're in and, like, what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. And then another thing is, like, your strengths and weaknesses, like what you want to take away from the group at the end and, like, what you already have to contribute.
0: Yeah. Okay, so what about they want to join, like, student government? Are those, is it, like, the same requirements, your personality, or?
1: You know, middle college is based on the five pillars, so, of course, it's really based, like, upon your character and what you just want to get out of things. Like, I don't really remember the student government process, but I know it probably contributed of, like, the same things. Like, if you want to do it, just put yourself out there like it's not impossible to do anything at middle college it's not it's not hard cuz the school is so small like if you want something done then you yeah. do
0: it. yeah like this year i was thinking of joining student government but like at the time i had a lot going on but next year i was going to look into joining it
1: and then, you know, um, I don't know if they started yet, but you know that you can be, like, a person under me. So, what you'll do is you'll help represent our class. So, it's not too late for you to do that. I don't know when the applications come out, but that was something that they were talking about for, like, future references.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: like, if you still want to do that, it's not too late. Yeah.
0: It's
1: never too late to do anything. Just.
0: um, So, are you going to join the debate team when it comes out?
1: listen Brandon listen <laughs> I have like a thousand things in my head going at once and I did debate in middle school and honestly I'm not cut out for it because like my attitude is <laughs> not, not the best I'm not gonna lie I'm working on it I pray about it but it's like I go from a zero to a hundred really quickly yeah. and like that's not something that it's, it doesn't feel right to me doing it virtually. Like it yeah. just. That's not the experience. Like I want to be able to walk into a debate tournament with my blazer on. I want to feel pro- professional. I want to carry yeah. my briefcase like with all my case files. Mm-hmm. I want to feel like I'm actually doing something. I want to feel like I'm really going in there to debate, not muting my mic, doing a yeah. rebuttal. Like that's just not the same experience. Like yeah.
0: no, <laughs> I can. I did debate last year. And for a lot of my debates, especially my first one ever, I went Maverick. That's when you like, by yourself. So I had to, like, catch on real quickly. And now that we're doing it virtually, I'm, like, I'm the same as you. Like, I'm trying to figure out how you're going to do this. How's, like, the attitude going to be? Because when you was in a debate room, you had to be professional the whole time. But here, you can, like, mute your mic and things like that. So... It's going, to be, it's going to be an experience. I'm just trying to see who my debate um, partner is going to be because I really don't want to go Maverick this year. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, like, stepping away from the school questions, what is your take on Candace Owens' view that men shouldn't wear dresses or things that seem feminine?
1: Please excuse my background because I don't know why my mother is cutting grass at four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> but um personally I don't I don't know why she feels like she's entitled to all these opinions. I don't know why she feels like she can say what she wants with like getting away with it. But I know she was referring to Harry Styles, and Harry Styles yeah. hasn't done anything to anybody. All
0: right. So,
1: and I feel like you should dress the way you wanna dress. Like that dressing that doesn't determine your it doesn't make you anything less than a man like if that's something you want to wear okay he still identifies as male like come on now like you somebody the way they dress shouldn't determine how you look at
0: yeah so piggybacking off of that question do you think our generation is more open to going against gender norms
1: it's really, it's really the the cutting grass outside for me. Um, so Gen Z, like, we bring it, we bring it, we bring right. it. Like, TikTok has taught me something about Gen Z, baby.
0: Right. And one thing,
1: and one thing I know is we step outside our comfort zone. If there's something that we want to be addressed, then, of course it'll be addressed and one thing like on our agenda is like the lgbtq community Mm -hmm. and like wanting to express themselves like you know so i feel like we like our generation really steps outside of that like we're setting we're setting a trend for everybody else like speak up to speak out about how you feel like everybody's entitled to their own opinions of course but gen z we like really bring it
0: yeah so Speaking of TikTok, do you think social media like TikTok enable Gen Z to have a bigger voice than they would, like in their person in their everyday life?
1: Honestly, before before TikTok, I forgot what generation we even were. Like, to honest, I'm, I'm not even gonna I had- lie; I didn't even know we were called Gen Z. So, Mm -hmm. of course, that gives us, like, a bigger platform to speak out on. Like, that gives us, like, a voice. Because, like, of course, our generation, like, today's society, we're based on social media. So, if Mm -hmm. we want something to happen, then we use our platform to speak out.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, do you think that the recent... Do you think the recent attempts to overturn an otherwise fair election will harm my democracy in the long run?
1: So what do you mean by that? Like Donald Trump not wanting to give up his power? Yeah, Or the like, people who are, like, the people on the Supreme Court?
0: I'm, I'm talking about... Yeah, like Donald Trump, like, trying to cast doubt on the election, even though everybody else is saying that it was a fair election and things like that, and, like, his, him being so focused on overturning the election and not on his other presidential duties.
1: Honestly, I, like, before this election, like, the night of when everything was happening and he, and, like, Joe was, like, down at first, you remember that? Mm -hmm. He was, like, down the beginning, because, of course, you know, they count, like, all the southern states first. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, because they start from the south, then they go to the north. That's what took so long. But, um but I just feel like I got really scared like I'm just like I can't do another four years here like because he's trying to take like away like everything that we have like every right that we have like talking about gay marriage can't be a thing anymore trying to reform like everything that Obama did for us like the way he treats the immigrants and like how racist he is like it's disgusting I cannot I could not be here another four years especially if that's something like that somebody has to come after him and fix and I have to raise kids like
0: yeah
1: with everything that he messed up like Mm -hmm. I just I can't it's disgusting he disgusts me (laughs) and I'm ready for him to go like and he cannot not give up his power like they counted the votes and then he asked for a recount it turned out that Joe Biden got a hundred more votes than he already yeah that was was
0: funny to me that was funny like how you gonna Ask for a recount, then the recount comes out to show that you actually lost a couple of a couple of votes, and Biden actually gained some. That was just funny to me. Okay, so what is well? I know what I know. You just said that Trump is disgusting. So, what is your current take on the pandemic and how he is handling it?
1: He disgusts me, I don't know how many times I can tell you, (laughs) because he, he had Corona himself and he was just like, oh, I'm immune to this, blah, 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 Mm blah. He thinks he's so above everybody, it's disgusting, like, he didn't believe that this pandemic was real, and now we have more than 15 million cases, and over 200,000 people dead, like, I don't know if you remember, but like, when um, Ebola happened, um, Obama sent everybody to the same hospital in Florida. Like, he got that under control. Like, you never heard anything else about it. And Obama also said that he left a playbook for something like this were to happen. Not saying that it would have, which it yeah, did. he did. He, left he, a, had he left a team. And then he was just like, well, I guess he used it as a coaster. I guess he threw it away, which we're guessing he did. Because if you, if it wasn't a problem, then he would have he would have like got to the case and then like another thing i hate is like he says oh it's a chinese virus it's a chinese virus like shut up like of course it came from china but you could have definitely had it under control by now like if you initiated like a mask policy if you made it like like if you made it mandatory for people to wear masks if you had shut the government down for six weeks like the rest of the other countries did then it wouldn't have been a problem
0: yeah, I agree with you. Like he could have done a whole lot more. And like what I was saying earlier, a lot of people close to him that work in the White House, they're saying that he's more focused on overturning the election than actually like handling the pandemic, which is very like confusing to me. You should at least try to go out like having a good image.
1: Um, he came in having a bad image. He came out having a bad image. I've never liked him. I've never had any appreciation towards him. I, I've always strongly had a disliking of him, like, and it just got worse and worse. Like, after, like, anytime he said something ignorant, anytime he tweeted something ignorant, like, after he called black people thugs, after protesting for Black Lives Matter, like, he just continues to disgust me. And I can't believe anybody would elect him to be president. I can't believe anybody would vote for him. Like, it's just really disgusting as a human being. Not not, not because I'm a woman, not because I'm a minority. It's just because he's disgusting, and you should be thinking about everybody.
0: Okay, so... Why do you think that some people decide to listen to the president's word over like scientists?
1: Um, I'm really not sure, but like with his reputation, I would not listen to him, I wouldn't trust him. Like if somebody's telling you, somebody that has a doctorate compared to somebody who's barely even went to college, Like, I would listen to a doctor who's telling me to stay at home and quarantine and do the right thing to wear a mask so other people don't get sick. Like, if you're seeing, like, it's hurting all these older people, if you're seeing, like, it's affecting, like, this whole entire world, then why don't you, why don't you do something for yourself about it? Like, don't listen to a president who doesn't know what the, what he's talking about. Like, listen, just listen. Like, be smarter. Like, Think for yourself.
0: Yeah. Oh, and well to pick it back off that a lot of people are saying, like a lot of Republicans or Trump supporters, they are saying that people that voted for Biden, Biden isn't going to hold him accountable. Do you think that we'll hold Biden accountable more than Trumpers hold Trump accountable?
1: I feel like after they had Trump in office like they ran with that like oh we won like these next four years are gonna be so powerful blah 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 this and that and like do you remember when they used to tell us like if you don't like that you can leave do you remember yes. that okay yes. so I feel like oh if you don't like what what happened to that same energy like right. I feel like we should be holding him accountable too like of course, like, because he's going to be our president, any president that we have, we need to hold accountable for what they say they're going to do for us. So of course, we're looking to see those kind of things. Like when he comes into office and he initiates like those policies for Corona and stuff, like he said, he wants, he wants for everybody to wear a mask. He didn't say it was mandatory, but he says he wants for them to like, he, so it's not like he's making anybody do anything, but he just wants that to happen. And then like, People who voted for Trump they act like it's just the end of the world, blah blah blah, this and that. Can I don't even know if they can name anything he's done for us?
0: Mhm. Um, so do you think that the people that, that enabled Trump and all his crazy like laws and views and stuff like that, do you think they are just as bad as Trump?
1: Um, of course, because. Um, If you're voting for him and if you're seeing, like, what he said about people, like, if you've seen what he's done to, like, these different communities, like, about the LGBT community, like, the Black Lives Matter movement, if, like, you've seen anything or heard anything, like, he's done, like, to women, like, like, why would you want to vote for somebody like that? Like, that's just disgusting to me as well. And some people are, some people, I know somebody voted for them because he was just, they were like, oh, I don't believe in abortion. Mm-hmm. Why would you vote for a Republican party because you don't believe in abortion? That no. That's something, that's something that you believe in. Like, that doesn't mean, um, not, I mean, vote for him. Like, that literally just means you don't believe in abortion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't just vote for somebody based on one thing. You should look at who the person is and then take that into accountability. Um, So do you think it should be hard for a president to condone um, hurtful hurtful things like white supremacy?
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my, that whole entire interview was so, like, he was just like, I'm the least racist person in this room
0: right That's was, what do
1: you mean what do you like, mean wasn't
0: the interviewer like one the moderator a, a woman of color i was yeah. like Oh my but God. if you're
1: saying if you're the least racist person in the room, that means you're still racist, correct?
0: Yeah. You could have said,
1: oh, I'm not racist. You could have said, I'm not a racist. Like, you know, anything between those lines. But no, you to say, I'm the least racist person. Like, you showed how you felt about any minority. You showed how you felt about the immigrants um, crossing the border, how you wanted to build a wall, how you don't, how you think everybody, Arabian or, like, anybody from um, overseas are terrorists like when you say stuff like that it's hard to take you serious it's hard to give respect to anybody who thinks like that yeah So of course you're a racist of course you only believe that white men should have everything of course
0: so do you think a president should only cater to people that voted for him or her
1: no you should be catering to everybody whether or not um, the Republican Party, if they voted for the Democratic Party, if they voted for an independent party. Like, you should be catering, like, you're not, You're when you sign up to be president, you're catering to a whole nation, not just mm-hmm. one group of individuals. Um, of course, you should fulfill everything that you said you were going to do for those individuals who voted for you, mm-hmm. but you should be taking care of everybody because as the president, you're responsible for the whole United States.
0: Yeah. Like you should You should make compromises to make sure everybody is living the best life they are able to. Yeah, I totally agree. So, okay, so we're coming to, we're coming close to the end of the episode. And this time I would like to give you this moment to ask me any questions that you might have.
1: Um. Did you like the interview? Did you have fun? Did you learn anything?
0: <laughs> yeah, I had fun. I I learned the I learned a lot more about you than I previously previously knew, because we didn't get along so well in ninth grade. Um, you know, I wasn't there tenth grade year. Yeah.
1: So
0: yeah, I like I learned a lot more about you as a person than ninth grade Tyler. Yeah. I
1: feel like I've 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 heard that a lot. Like I feel like I've grown up a lot, cause mm-hmm. like I ask people how they perceive me at like the beginning, of, like when school started and stuff, and that was just like I wasn't the best person to be around. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's my whole point. Like I wanted to like you know evolve from things and mm-hmm. like just change my perspective, like of how people look at me. So yeah,
0: everybody should try to evolve, evolve, and. Like, you shouldn't try to be the same person they was a couple of days ago or some years ago. You should always try to get better. So, that's good. You got any more questions?
1: Not that I can think of. Like, is there anything else you want to discuss? Is there anything else that's on your mind?
0: Um, not, not really. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, now we're at the end of the episode. I want to thank you, Taylor, for coming onto my podcast, and I hope that you come back again later on.
1: I will definitely be back. This is not, this won't be my, I mean, this will not be my last time. For sure, because I really love this. Like, you're really doing something, and it just shows that you're thinking out of the box. I haven't heard anybody else say that they wanted to do a podcast. So, like, Mm -hmm. this just shows where you are. And I was really, I really love this for you. I love it. Like, you have something going for yourself, and I'm really proud of you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And thank you, listener, for tuning in. Again, thank you. Thank you, listeners, and thank you, Taylor. See you next week. Peace. (music) Thank <music> you.